Hello, everyone. Before we get into the recording fairly deep and start talking about our episode, I wanted to put out a quick reminder that on Thursday the 20th, that's August 20th, at 6 p.m., we're doing uh, Creative Horror is doing another charity live stream, this time for the ACLU of Oregon. So if you were there for our last live stream, in which we did a, uh, we raised almost $2,000 for the bail project. Uh, we're hoping to re- meet a goal of $1,000 in donations this time, but even if you can or can't make a donation, come by and hang out with us for a few hours. We're going to read some stuff. We're going to play some games. I think it'll be a lot of fun, so yeah, come on by. And like I said, that's going to be on YouTube Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, I'll cut and run or something. Now we have we have actually sat here, as a, to use a term I've heard Ben use a lot, waffling a lot about <laughs> about Doctor Who and about role playing games. But let's go ahead and get right into it. Welcome everybody to Undercooked Analysis, the show where we nerd out about stuff that maybe not everybody else can relate to a lot of the time. But hey, it's our show. I don't give a shit. So we're we're here entertaining ourselves, and if we're entertained, you're entertained. At you least have I think just so. described podcasts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, podcasts. <laughs> do pod, do pro tip. Do podcasts yeah. right. Entertain your guests and yourself before you entertain yeah. your audience. I, this is if what, you're not people, having fun. People are always asking me because I see Port Center and they ask me, "I want to do a YouTube show, but like, I don't know how do I how do I make a success? How do I make something that is interesting that is good that people are going to see?" And my response is 100 percent of the time, make the show you want to watch. Yes, if you make the show you want to watch. Yes. Other people will want to watch it too because if it's something that if it's, if it's a show that you want to watch and it's about a subject that you are passionate about and that passion is is visible and palpable, if your audience can palp your passion, they will find the show, they will enjoy the show, and they will tell other people about the show. Ben, <laughs> we've talked about palping your passion in public. You got to stop it. They didn't. They never convicted me. It's fine. <laughs> well, we have no law that fits your crime. Uh, <laughs> we. As always, I am your... random nerding out. Enjoy. No, it's fine. <laughs> this is what I brought you on for. In fact, uh, so uh, those of you who are just joining us for the first time, these aren't the usual voices you might hear most of the time on this show. But if you're joining us for the first time, go back in time a little bit. Go listen to some of those episodes. Acclimatize yourself to our weird format and then come back here. Or, you know, start here. That's okay. That's, that's I'm not stuff. judging. We're bad. We're I can't bad tell you people. what to do. Yeah, thanks. High confidence. Great stuff. Let's dig yeah. in. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I'm nothing but confident on <laughs> nothing this Nothing but I am David King. I am the host of this show. Joining me is our old friend, returning guest, Ben Patton. Hello, hello. And uh, new guest, Michael Nixon. Hi, it's me, Michael hello. Nixon. Welcome. Now, I brought you both on here for a reason, and that's because I want to shamelessly plug Game of Rassilon. I'll just be right out and say it. I want to shamelessly plug Game of Rassilon because I work as an editor on a fun actual play role-playing game podcast that the two of you uh, wrote, put together. Uh, it's, and it's uh, Ben is an excellent GM. Michael is an excellent engineer and sends me very good notes, which I appreciate. 
I'm always worried they're terrible. So that's very good to hear. Thank you. Having the time signatures helps me so much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was worried it was useless. It no. all works. No, Excellent. I need, I need them. You don't understand. I need them because there's so much. I have He's to just collecting to... numbers. It's just the more numbers David has. That we brought Kate on to the cast and she mentioned like every other engineer she's had after room tone says, thank you 30. And I'd never done that before. It never had occurred to me to thank people for being quiet for 30 seconds. And it threw every gram of confidence I had in being an engineer into the toilet. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm never kind enough. <laughs> you, you, you are always, you're always kind enough. That's not true. It's part of my charm. No, no, you, David, you missed off the word. He's kind of enough. Yes. <laughs> kind. Okay. That, wow. Kind that of enough of an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, especially now. Now that it's all Zoom and I don't actually have like yeah. a board to work with. Yeah, everyone has to manage their own shit. What is yeah. engineering? Well, the nice part is I have to deal with all the bullshit this time. Oh, actually, that's not even my problem. This is present David. This is future David's problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Future David has to deal with all of this. So oh, yes. tough luck, future David. You made this clap at the beginning and everything. You know, we're at Interqual David you, now. You gave us the clap at the beginning of this. So anyway. Uh, I volunteered what, my clap. We accepted it. That was our mistake. <laughs> well, technically, I led you in the clap, so. Yeah, it was all a group activity. I don't know what you're talking about. This is your fault. Your patient well, zero. Well, yeah. Okay, fair enough. It, it, these are strange times we're living in. So, you know what? So may, maybe sometimes the clap is more acceptable than other, other things that are no, floating around. No. <laughs> no. See a doctor, if you can. But do <laughs> You it. need a doctor. <laughs> He's not that kind of doctor, mercifully. It's a family <laughs> show. Doctor Key. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's a good. It's a good bit. Anyway, it's a Bill Bailey bit. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, you've you've heard that bit, right? Yes, I have. Bel oh, I love that bit. Bel Belgian With jazz. Oregon. Oh, yeah. Doctor Key. Uh, yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I I yeah. Exterminable. I went through a Bill Bailey phase that I am currently still going through. You never, you never end that phase. Yeah, I was about to say this. That's not really a phase that you no. end. You just maybe sometimes you like you don't. I don't watch black books like once a year anymore. Like maybe once every two years. But yeah, no. I, so. I, I'm happy to watch black books because I own a physical copy of it. So that does. Um, Graham Linehan does not get any money from me. Um, <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. I forgot that rubbish man wrote that a, show. A, he, I think he only worked on the first season. But I um, can't enjoy anything. <laughs> You're not allowed to it was enjoy all made by anymore. criminal morons. I hate it. Bill Bailey's great because first, my favorite my favorite two facts about Bill Bailey are number one, uh, he got his start like at Ren Fairs in the UK. That's that was kind of his really yeah. God, he, I couldn't he, love him more, but here it is. Could you, yeah. Can you imagine Bill Bailey like playing a lute on stage at a Ren Fair? Like, yes, oh, yes, I can't Jeez. imagine it, and it's magic. He started there, and now he's the voice of the whale in the Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a great is, career arc right there. Yeah, one Honestly. of uh, one of Bill Bailey's kids is named Dax after. Dax in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Ezri really? or uh, Curzon? No, I'm... <laughs> I, I, I don't want to gender the, the, the child in question because I genuinely don't know. Yeah. Um, Dax is... Dax. Uh, Dax is every gender. Yeah. And all at once. Dax is a... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Next to Symbiont. And I think Disco's going to the Trill Planet. We'll get there when we get there. Anyway. <laughs> uh, before we, we... Oh, man, we are... We, this is Tangent Central, and I love Tangent it. Tangent King, I warned you.
I'm I'm usually the tangent king on these things, but oh you know. yeah, plugging the show. So yeah, if you like uh, podcasts or role playing games or Doctor <laughs> Who or like none of those things, um, if you like try me, out the Salon. and you if you like me and you want me to continue to get uh, some kind of you know support as a podcast editor, at the very least you could go. If you don't like me, you could. Yeah, but you like these two you could do it just to spite me I, I, listening to the show me. i think they like you may i may i make a, a pitch for the game of rassilon uh, the game of rassilon is what would happen if you let me and michael be showrunners of doctor who it is an yeah. actual play podcast we are playing the officially licensed doctor who role-playing game by cubicle seven we have a phenomenal cast riley silverman is our doctor she is brilliant she has become my favorite doctor like <laughs> there, was, there was a moment from the end of the last season um that just still one of my all-time favorite doctor who moments and it happened on our show uh we have dan peck who uh some people may know as a writer on family guy uh dan plays a companion called travis who is a human librarian from 1998 uh, and we have a recent addition to the show kate lay who uh plays carrie who is a set pa uh circa 2019 or 2020 yes, yes. um we said uh, she leaves Earth just before the rise of Skywalker, so she yeah. had, you know, last Star Wars. Yeah, which there's a nice parallel there because Travis has not seen Phantom Menace. Yeah. One thing I deeply appreciate is that it took you, uh, it took you a whole season to finally get the the Doctor's companion is from the current era. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, I, I think because that's one of the things that the the revived show hasn't done yet is a either a non Terran or non contemporary companion, mm-hmm. um, but, and. And that's something that, like, I'm rewatching Classic Doctor Who for the, the tiddly tumpf time at the moment, and I'm just starting uh, season 14. Season 14 begins with uh, Horror at Bang Rock? No. Season 13. So 14 starts with Mandragora. Oh, so I'm on 15. Sorry. No. I, I don't know why I got mixed up there. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm. <laughs> it's numbers and TV shows. You're so fine. many seasons. <laughs> I'm on How dare you! <laughs> I'm just starting season season fifteen, and the I canon police are after you now. Yeah, season Uh-oh. fifteen is rough for me because horror Fang Rock takes me. It takes me. I have to have the uh, iron will to get through horror Fang Rock. I don't hmm. like it, and I don't know why. Hmm. It's considered a classic, but every time I sit down and watch it, I am so bored. Hmm. It's I my personal it. failing, but yeah, it's it, imagine Doctor Who if it was written by two people who just wanted to tell fun stories and have fun with their friends, writing and playing pretend Doctor Who, and, we do <laughs> we and also fun. like really dig in harder on Gallifrey than the show's ever been willing to do. It needs yeah. to be dug into more because there's so much we don't know about Gallifrey. So the, yeah, it's it's I, I've talked about this before several times. So if anybody's heard the show already, they're probably tired of hearing this from me, but. When Ben and I talked about doing the show, we agreed we weren't gonna, you know, we, we weren't gonna like mess around. We were gonna do this like we were actually running the thing. Yeah. So part of that is having like a big season arc. And for us, it was sort of just digging, actually digging into Gallifrey and, yeah. and making the Time Lords sort of a, an active part of the story. And, and once we had the name, the game of Rassilon, it was like, oh, we should probably have that guy show up and explain yeah. who he is to people who don't know. Uh, so it, it, it all became very, it all was very, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. And there's, the yeah, there's a lot of things that we've done that, like, I mean, some of the stuff that is happening in this season is stuff that we talked about like a year before mm-hmm. our first episode released. Because that Galley 2018 was when we started like talking about let's do this, let's mm-hmm. do a show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like our own doctor and you know, yeah. our own kind of vibe. So there are and some of the ideas that we're doing on the Game of Wrestling are, are ideas that. Michael and I have had independently 
for years that we've been able to kind of mesh. Sorry, one of our cats is, is using the litter tray. So that's a delightful <laughs> I, sound in the background. I can't hear it. Okay, well, girl. I can, David. Well, I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm so sorry. She's making eye contact <laughs> and giving me the slow blinks while she shits, and it's weird. That means a- she trusts you and loves you. You should blink back slowly. That's how you say it. I love you. Now she won't look at me. She's looking at the wall. Okay, well, that said, today... Hey, we talked about the show. Yeah, we talked about the show. That We got that out yeah. of the way, so we don't have to oh, talk about it Oh, GameOfRassalon.com or TheDeath.Zone or AdventuresInTimeAnd.Space. Yes, you really went wild with the URLs, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, I did not buy because I thought it was too expensive and it was a niche reference. I did not buy BigLeaks.Horse. Oh, what a shame. Oh, man. Uh, that's but you can also find us at Rassilon Pod on various yeah. socials media. Sorry, yeah, David, you were. We're on your podcasting app of choice. If you're listening to this podcast in a podcasting app, you could continue listening to the podcast while you search for the game of Rassilon and subscribe to it. If it helps, there will be links down in the description and slash show notes for this particular yes. one. I will provide the appropriate links. You can go listen to the show, show, support these two fine individuals, support the excellent cast, and support me as the editor. Yeah. That's that's really all there is to it. Um, so that said, uh, we're going to go switch completely from sci-fi to horror. We'll see. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, so scared. I'm scared already. I'm scared. You sh- ben, you should be because you know what we've read on this show before. Is this going to get pervy? No, hopefully good. not. Okay. I tend to pre-screen the stories a little oh, good. bit okay. before we. If there's a tentacle, I walk. I'm just. I, as far as I know, there are no tentacles in this, and this okay. is an attempt. This is an attempt by the the person who submitted this to do a fairly serious horror story, and is looking Ooh. for critique. Now, granted, Ooh. this is our particular brand of critique, so we are allowed to, you know, stop in the middle of the story, go on tangents, uh, talk about how we're feeling about the story, that right. sort of thing, because it's what we do. And while we have no obligations to pull punches about the writing, uh, obviously, we do not. Pu- we are considerate to the author. Yeah, we're talking about the work of a human being. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. And as far as you know, the human being isn't a Nazi, so you know, yeah. let's give him. Let's give him. Come back for the doubt. In this in this case, the story was actually submitted to us by a uh, longtime listener and supporter, Sarah Wydra. Hi, Sarah. And uh, Sarah writes, "Hello, I really love the content you put out on both Midnight Marinara and Undercooked Analysis podcast. If you don't mind, I'd like to submit a short story I wrote for critique. Any bit of feedback would be greatly appreciated. So we are glad to do that. I am giving you both the link to the story right now. The story is titled "The Graves of Silver Tree." Oh. I mean, already aces for the title. Oh, it's yeah, knocking it out of the park. I do like the title I a lot. Read it. I might have grossed. to knock off points for it being on DeviantArt. Hey, we. Hey, <laughs> that's not fair. Hey, well, David, just, listen. Where else are you going to get a, a spooky story to read in the dark, and also a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog pregnant with Homer Simpson's child? It's too. These are. Yeah, it's, I, it's, this is, it's. It's. It's like the, the the salad bar at a Fuddruckers. If you want it, it's yeah. there. I've seen so many more problematic things on DeviantArt. Text is not even in the list. It's that just not. Is fair. It's not on the list, friend. To be fair. <laughs> Having a horror story on DeviantArt Ooh. is not that far-fetched considering what DeviantArt already has on it. So yeah. yeah, that's what we're talking about. You will find more, much more horrific things probably than this story. No offense, Sarah. Um, but that said, uh, we're going to do this popcorn style. So each of us is going to kind of move down the list, take a paragraph. So uh, sure. um, I would like to pitch it to the guests first. Would either of you like to take the first paragraph? I, oh. I'm good. 
I'm good to take the first paragraph. Unless, oh. Michael, unless you want to. We were both about to fall on that sword. Do you want to flip a coin? <laughs> uh, After you, friend, you take. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take that. You've got, the, you've got the best voice of the group. So, yeah. Very good. So, I'll tell, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do you sure. in the first paragraph, Michael in the second, me on the third, and we'll keep that order going throughout it. Sounds good. All, All right. right. Excellent. Hey, Grandpa, how did you really lose your leg? Dennis asked the old man seated at the porch of the elderly man's house. His grandfather, Alan, was proudly dressed in his pirate costume as he wore every Halloween for as long as Dennis could remember. The authentic wooden peg leg Alan would fish out for the occasion certainly impressed Dennis along with his younger cousins. But any other time of the year, Alan would sport an ordinary plastic exoskeletal prosthetic reaching just below his left kneecap. While it was still too early in the evening for any trick-or-treaters to come parading by, Dennis and Alan would sit on the front porch and chit-chat whilst helping themselves to a portion of the candy bowl, a tradition they carried on ever since Dennis was deemed too old to go trick-or-treating himself. Shouldn't that be too young? No. I don't... That's strange. You're never too old to go trick-or-treating, in my opinion, yeah. as long as you actually put effort into it. My I've got a wife, question about that. I mean, my wife and I still go out on Halloween night, you know, or at least did go out on Halloween night. We'll see what happens this year. But we would still go out on Halloween night and, pe and put effort into our costumes and people would be like, oh, great. Hey, you want a beer? <laughs> I, listen, I want to stress, we live in Los Angeles where the idea of going out and dressing up is... The daily not, phenomenon. Yeah, it's not yes. restricted. <laughs> I, I walk, when I worked at, on Hollywood Boulevard, I would walk past no fewer than eight Spider-Mans. It's like they were uh, shooting a low-budget live-action sequel to Into the Spider-Verse as I walked to the metro station. Into the um, bootleg-verse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my only other note uh, uh, on this first paragraph would be Dennis has the old man seated at the porch of the elderly man's house. Yeah. We know yeah, there's a, it's a little redundant. You could, yeah. could be like of his grandfather's house. Also, I don't know how old Dennis is. Dennis. Um, which I would like to know by now. Yeah. Um, he's too old to complete but, the training. I That's love true. the first sentence. I think this is a great introduction. Yeah. yeah uh, I just, it really kind of sets I the I should scene. have started with that and gone into yeah. the critiques, but it's I'm right. too there's, direct. There's not a really solid way. It's okay. Yeah. Do what feels right. It's yeah. okay, I'm going to go ahead and say right. this. There's de unless it's particularly egregious, I'm not gonna like get out my red pen and critique the grammar because I do think that that's that's, that's gonna keep if that happens, yeah. that'll keep us here for a long yeah. time. And this yeah, is yeah, I'm not getting into the commas. Yeah. This Ooh. is a this is a relatively uh, this is a relatively robust story. We're like looking at the you know scrolling down. So we're probably gonna we'll probably go on for a little bit before yeah. we now delve into some no. of the more serious critique. But yeah, um, you know, we'll have some general notes by the end of it. But yeah. Um, I bring it up because it's first paragraph, like sentence two kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it does kind of, and it, but it, it, it sets the tone. And the, the first paragraph, first sentence, very important in any story. And honestly, I think this is a good start. Plus, I loves me a good Halloween story. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging this. I, I, I also like a good, uh, this has got that, you know, Quint's story in Jaws kind of vibe. <laughs> like, how, how'd that, tell me your grizzled tale, old man. <laughs> That's the good stuff. All right, let me, let me actually read this. Yeah. All right, go for it. Without fail, the peg leg would rekindle Dennis's curiosity about his grandfather's condition. But every time he would ask about the missing leg, he would be told that it was the result of an accident. Such a vague answer irritated him as a child, occasionally resulting in a tantrum, wanting to know more. If either of his parents were around, they would scold him on prying uh, when someone did not want to talk about it. His grandmother, Nancy, would especially get riled up that such matters were best left alone. 
But what was just as perplexing as it was frustrating were the times when it was just him and his grandfather, and the boy asked once more. Al had never appeared upset by the recurring question. The man would calmly brush it off with a nonchalant, I'll tell you when you're older. Oh. <laughs> there's a lot, I'm, I'm loving the, there's this kind of combination of, of really good kind of setting the scene, kind of establishing where we are, where Dennis is, um, and what is kind of driving uh, Dennis's curiosity. I'm getting a bit of a Charles Dickens paid by the word vibe. There's a lot of, there's a lot of words. Um, I feel, I, my personal feeling is I feel like these first two paragraphs could probably be condensed. You can trim that's like, maybe. I'm also like, you also have to consider I'm coming off the back of, you know, I'm in the, the scripting stuff for Jump Leads yeah. where I've had to like trim and cut. And so my brain is always looking for ways to simplify, which maybe doesn't need to be done. I think, you know. Mm-hmm. Most of the writing I do is script similarly. Yeah. So it's like, if you can't get them in the first page, you know, your action yeah. description should be le- like less than a sentence anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And in right. fairness, if you're going to be, if you're trying to set a scene and you're being compared to Dickens, that's no bad thing. Yeah, no. you're doing okay. <laughs> I was no. also, I want to compliment Sarah. I, I, we were talking about Doctor Who earlier and I think the, the use of I'll tell you when you're older is like such a mm. great Stephen <laughs> Moffat kind of thing, like the cracking <laughs> the wall or the, the creepy statues yeah. that are looking at, you know, all that kind of stuff he's, he was, you know, great at in this time at Doctor Who, turning those, those little childhood terrors into, whole monsters oh yeah fundings, all that kind of stuff it's 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 it's, all, it's a good classic setup for like a like a, we're gonna get a story within a story yeah like we know that that's kind of coming up just based on this or at least that's what we our expectation is being you know genre savvy but um i'll be curious i'm very curious to see where this is gonna go mm, yeah my curiosity is definitely peaked let all us right. continue this he was dreadfully awaiting to be given the same answer even now but the old man didn't immediately answer Rather, Alan took a piece of candy from the bowl, unwrapped some chocolate, and helped himself. You're not going to give up, are you, kid? He chuckled. With a slight turn of his head, Dennis's head in Dennis's direction, he eyed the teenager. Now, I feel like these are individual paragraphs that could be broken up, but because it's a whole block here, I'm just going to yeah, take let's, the whole yeah, thing. Power on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, well, so the same person talking, so you shouldn't have hit return there. But again, not grammar. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Silence, Michael. It's all right. It's all right. Again, this is a draft and, and yeah. Sarah's looking for critique. So yeah. we're, we're giving it. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not a kid anymore. He commented with a reminiscing smile. Maybe it's time I tell you what happened. The slightest straightening of, in his grandson's posture was not lost, on, lost to him, causing his smile to grow into a teasing smirk. Or I take this story to my grave. He let out a cartoonishly wicked laugh. <laughs> that wasn't cartoonish nor wicked enough uh dennis's shoulders slouched in a slight disappointment uh, he expected nevertheless he chuckled at the old man's theatrics hmm. oh. again we're we, we're doing a really good job uh so it's done a really good job of kind of painting this this expectation that there's an anticipation building now for me as a reader wanting to know more i think that again the only obstacle as a reader is the grammar and syntax yeah there's a lot of line breaks that don't need to be there um but again really good like i this is a really great way to kind of set mood and tone and to build um i i'm i'm now i'm with dennis now like i I want to know what Mm -hmm. is up with uh with with the leg like let me know let me in let me in. Let me, let me in. Yeah. I guess your paragraph, Ben. Oh, is it me? Okay. It is you. 
All right, I get it. He sighed, only to quickly add, but why though? Was the accident really that bad? You always said you'd tell me when... Dennis's rant was cut short when a piece of taffy bounced off his chest. (laughs) Alan held up another taffy in a pseudo-threatening manner. Don't get too worked up now unless you want your grandmother to overhear. On slight alert, Dennis looked over the edge of the porch to peer into one of the windows of the house, to which he saw his grandmother helping some of his cousins putting on their costumes. With a sigh of relief, Dennis retook his spot on the porch as Alan barked out a laugh. I almost wanted to say this is giving me, just because of the, the Halloween nostalgia, I'm getting some like Ray Bradbury vibes, but I hope in this story, no one, uh, no, it doesn't end with, and then some idiot turned on the lights. So that's a deep <laughs> cut for anybody who's read the October game. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Jeez. Yes. Um, uh, sorry, Dennis. My mold has unraveled the taffy and popped into his mouth. Alan quickly quieted down, his cheerful demeanor becoming half-hearted. Now, as feisty as she may get, you shouldn't hold it against her. The instant that cost him my leg, a wrinkled hand lightly rubbed against the edge of the peg leg as Alan lost his smile altogether. She blames herself for what happened. No matter how much I tell her that neither of us could have expected what happened that night. Then aside the peg leg, rethinking of his past reprimands from his grandmother with a newfound sense of guilt. So, what happened? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. Alan yeah. remained silent, eyes locked on his left leg, staring at the stump. When about a minute or so passed, Dennis hesitantly reached out a hand, but just as he was about to give the old man a tap on the shoulder, Alan straightened himself up, finally redirecting his gaze onto Dennis. The The short story is this. When I was about your age, I got a nasty bite on the leg. The bite got infected real bad. So bad I had to get my leg amputated. He explained while giving the peg leg a gentle tap with his foot. Yikes, Dennis grimaced. That had to hurt. While he was curious as to how his grandmother could blame herself for an animal's bite incident, he held his tongue. For all the times Alan seemed calm about all of Dennis's previous pokes and prods about the incident, his current solemn disposition left Dennis starting to regret pressing so much. Hmm. Hmm. I like that we got the short version. Could have just easily been. And that's it. Bye, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast online if you haven't already. Don't forget to leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Small podcasts like this live and die by word of mouth. So uh, we do appreciate you sharing this with your friends. While you're at it, go ahead and jump into orbit and smash that like button. Just just, uh, uh, just chow down on that that, that bell. Ring that bell. and, uh, And we'll see you next time with another... Uh, one of David's fat story takes. You can't see it. I mean, they can see it because we're actually got camera going, but all your homies will be raising the roof. Raising the roof. This week's episode of David's fat story time is sponsored by audible.com. Go to audible.com and use the coupon code fat. I don't actually know if that's Ben. Ben, it's all about Raycon these days. It's all about Raycon. Get it together. Isn't Raycon, don't they do like roof? lining (laughs) no raycon's earbuds or something that wouldn't surprise me if they also did roof lining though it's a multifaceted industry it's raytheon it's raytheon i'm pitching raytheon raytheon versus raycon in a duel to the death (laughs) this podcast brought to you by cluster munitions i think you know the name of the the big bad for season three of the game of wrestling cluster munitions (laughs) no raytheon oh raytheon no that's a company (laughs) that's a company that makes missiles and stuff but i would love to make them the villain of doctor who let's do it i mean that's a great idea you You, you talked me into it perfect (laughs) 
if you want to, if you want to sponsor a game of Rassilon and you, your company can be the villain of the season. <laughs> Dr. Who yes. in the military industrial complex coming soon to the game of Rassilon. That's Dr. Hugh in the wrath of G fuel. <laughs> All right. Um, I, th- I think we're back to, I think we're back to Ben again. Yes. Okay. Uh, he was considering telling Alan that he didn't need to recount the event when Alan passed him the candy bar while scooping a handful for himself. Alan exhaled a drawn out breath as he got himself comfortable as both of them prepared for a lengthy story. You know, what's funny is, um, you know, it, this makes me wish that uh, Alan, my co-host, was here because he would be eating this stuff up. And I can picture him as a, a one-legged old man dressed as a pirate on a porch in Halloween in like, you know, several years. Although, admittedly, I hope he doesn't lose a leg. Especially to a bite. Yikes. Yeah. Oof. Been, yeah. Having to get your leg amputated due to an animal bite. That's, that's really. Ugh. No, thank you. No. Um, I, I, my only note for this, this shorter paragraph is you got three Allens in here. I think you could have slipped in like uh, his grandfather to remind us. Yeah. Um, we, vary it up a little. I do kind of lose track of who's who a little bit. We have, we have Dennis, the grandson, Alan, the grandfather and Nancy, the grandmother. That's who we have so mm-hmm. far. Right. Yeah. Okay. And it, it might be good at this stage to remind us every so often who's who. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, digging back in. Yeah. Yeah. Putting a little bit, putting the honorifics back in every so often to break it up. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, how do you know about the Silver Tree? Uh, oh, sorry. First and foremost, how much do you know about the Silver Tree Church and Cemetery? A familiar enough name for Dennis, as his family would drive by the property on their way to his grandparents' house. Even if Dennis knew little to nothing about the church's history, given that the area was almost too large compared to the village it resided in, one simply could not miss it. Not much, Dennis shrugged. I know it's kind of huge, almost as big as the one by downtown. Then prepare yourself for a history lesson. And trust me, they'll understand why it's important. Alan warned warned as he took a brief break to have some more chocolate. Being warned about a history lesson makes me think of the copy protection for the secret of Monkey Island. (laughs) Ask me about Loom (laughs) while you're at it. Now, only they can see this, but actually this poster on the wall behind me over here is a signed uh, Tales of Monkey Island poster signed by Steve Purcell. I just I found know. my collector's edition of uh, Tales from Monkey Island. Nice, nice. You know, and for, for actually, this is another story. The way I got into doing uh, radio plays as a thing was because I wanted for the longest time, Ben's heard this story. Hmm. I wanted for the longest time to actually put together an audio drama of The Secret of Monkey Island. And yes. uh, that never got off the ground, but um, I had a script. I still have a script that would have split the game into two parts. You sent me that script a, a while back. I did. Something. Yeah, I remember reading Somewhere. It. It'll probably never happen now because, well, you know, now Disney owns Monkey Island and they're going to be even more, and they're, they're never going to do anything with it. No. Because they're evil. But, um, you know. Well, you say that, but Disney also own uh, uh, Day of the Tentacle and Full Throttle, and those things have begin, been given kind of remastered releases of late so that's not to say that you know and here's the thing if you want to do a a Pirates of the Caribbean movie and you want to throw Guybrush Threepwood in there like those those are two great tastes I would kill for that I would no reason I mean hell the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie the screenwriters worked no the second and third ones the screenwriters worked on that aborted animated Monkey Island movie that's right that's right Pirates of the Caribbean go to Monkey Island. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, Ernest takes Hawaii. Davy, <laughs> just goes Hawaiian. Davy, 
Davy Jones is 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 Captain Chuck. Like you, you can't convince me of, of otherwise. I feel like I feel like both Bar- Bar- Barbosa and Davy Jones are like different aspects of LeChuck. Yeah. But like, we, Davy Davy Jones is the zombie pirate LeChuck, and yeah. Barbosa is the ghost pirate LeChuck. Yeah. So, and Any- um, Will Turner is clearly Guybrush Sleepwood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I won't tell you you're wrong. Good, because I'm right. You always. Are we? Oh, sorry. Is it my? Is it me now? Yes, it's you. Okay. Um, let me make sure I'm on the right place. Truth, truth be, told, be told. There you go. Truth be told, that church isn't as old as I am. I it got started when I was seven years old, or I might have been ten at the time. Ah, oh, well, not like it matters. But at this point, the Second World War had been going on for some time now, and the U.S. was knee deep. Families were anxious for the wars to come to an end, and some were waiting for their sons to come back home safe and sound. At some point, Wallace Irons moved to our, into our village and easily established himself as reverend of a newfound church. Before Silvertree was around, the closest church was almost the next town over. Not too far, but it was a little crowded for us to share. So with that, and someone offering kind words to ease our, their fears, people welcomed Father Irons with open arms. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I can't help but picture Jeremy Irons now, though. That's the terrible part. Yeah. Whenever I hear Father Irons, I'm gonna see Jeremy Irons in there. I'm picturing him in his uh, Lord Vetinari gear, gear from uh, Terry Pratchett's The Color of Magic, because <laughs> I think that's kind of very uh, priestly almost. That that's a better him in his uh, Dungeons and Dragons outfit. Yeah, I was oh, about to no. say, because that was well, the first thing that popped into my head, unfortunately, Michael. So we're on the same page. Gotta make that check, baby. Uh, I, I just bought a castle, you see. So. I required a mortgage payment. <laughs> I rolled a one, as they say. <laughs> I crit failed my career choices. But then yeah. I rolled a natural 20. And now I'm Alfred forever. <laughs> oh. Probably not, though. Probably be a new Alfred, right? Is our Pat's getting a new Alfred? Who cares? Did ben your headphones your... break? Did you break yes, they're broken. I've turned them into a one-ear headphone, and it's not working very well. Anywho. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Get, I don't want to switch my earbuds. They these podcasts is cursed. And they're quite good. Cool. Good. I'll send you the link. Thank you. This wouldn't have happened if you would have uh, gotten your Raycon earbuds. Raycon, they're yeah. the greatest. You know, Raytheon earbuds. They explode into <laughs> tinier, needle-shaped earbuds. All right, here we go. Kneel before Raycon. <laughs> All right. At Boy, first glance, Father Irons was what you'd expect from a man of the cloth. Ooh. Very patient and compassionate. He had a way with words knowing just the right things to say to put just about anyone at ease. This is fascinating. That's how I thought of him, until, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, shit. As for me and the other kids were, didn't pay too much attention (laughs) to Father Irons during his sermons. No, no, we would be playing around the front yard with his dog, Riley. Hey. Hey. Um, here's, here's where I'll slip in a quick bit of writer's advice. Mm. Um, this works for scripts. This works for prose. What you want to do is print out your, your story and read it out loud. Yes. And take notes on anything that reads kind of funky, like what just happened in that previous paragraph. Yeah, that was, I I mean, I I kind of buried it up a little bit. I did not do that knowing that was coming, but it did definitely, it was, it's a little word salad. And I, I definitely think that. Could use a proof. Uh, 
Oh yeah. As as for me, the other kids were didn't like that's that's a typo. I can I can forgive that. I'm doesn't going too fair. I squibble dibble bibble. All right. For most of us, we know the dogs could be as tall as we were. Oh, dogs are terrifying, buddy. You gotta figure that out. I don't think there's been a St. Bernard in our town before Riley, nor have there been any since. Alan paused once again, briefly overtaken by Nostalgia. This is gonna turn into Cujo, isn't it? I hope. I'm hoping Father Irons is a were dog. Oh, that'd be I think that's where we're going, and I, I hope so. Uh... A gentle giant he was, winning the affection of every kid who went to mass, and even warning the hearts of our parents. Warming, jeez, warming the hearts of our parents. Rarely did Riley become too excited when we played with him. In the instances he did, it took a single whistle from Father Irons, and Riley would be at his feet in a flash. The two of them made a great pair, lifting everyone's spirits in their own way. You know, it, with uh, with Alan here dressed as a pirate, I can only read. Arr, a gentle giant he was. Arr. Arr. A mighty mutt. Yar, the finest sea sea cur that ever uh, seen. Was Riley? Riley was a rescue dog. <laughs> we found we it was huge and red, and had previously gone by a different name, Clifford. His family abused. Uh, kept feeding him giant growth serum. Anyway, uh, we continue. moved to Birdwell Island. We did, and there we had many adventures with our big red dog. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Dennis Dennis had long since abandoned the candy bowl. Alan's story being the main focus. Really? Nothing bad ever happened with the dog? No matter how loving a dog was, accidents always happened. Dennis knew. Even his own pet husky back home wouldn't leave a scratch or a bite without playing around. Or would leave. Sorry, I misread that. Even would leave a scratch or a bite while playing around. I I think the story here is uh, uh, Alan accidentally once uh, spilled peanut butter on his uh, feet at a barbecue when he was t- taking his shoes off and Riley just went and licked the foot and then swallowed and the leg just went down the gullet and the, at that point Riley's only instinct is well I've got to keep swallowing this food so eventually they have to just hack the leg off 128 hours style um, and that's we cannot dislodge the, this leg from this dog but we're yeah. not about to hurt the dog because the dog yeah. is too dog's cute. bite power is too strong yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got to wait for the dog to shit out the leg, and that's a whole ordeal. Uh, Sidebar, at some point in the story, remind me to tell you all about St. Bernard's, like the actual St. Bernard, because his story mm-hmm. is wild. Hey, My name's St. Bernard. St. Bernard de Clairvaux. St. Bernard Cribbins. St. Bernard. St. Bernard. No. You could say, if you said it like, if you said it like Ava Gabor, it'd be like, oh, St. Bernard. Sorry, just a little nod to uh, Kayla and I's Anime Musings podcast. Uh, we are big fans of Bernard and Bianca, the two mice from The Rescuers. Anyway. Who is that? I've never seen either Rescuers movie. What? Oh, I've always okay. wanted to. And I've, I, I, I remember seeing trailers for them on, at the front of other Disney videos as a kid. You know, and we had, um, for The Rescuers Down Under, our guests were actually uh, Brian Ward and uh, Drea Littamendi. So. Oh. Yeah. So. Brian Ward's awesome. Yeah, they, they, they're both fantastic people. And if you, you should, you should go listen to that her, one. Her, 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 Everybody her. listening should go yeah, listen to that Yeah, stop listening one. to this garbage and go yeah. check out the... No. Game of Wrestling. Anyway. Uh... Game of Wrestling. You got two seasons. Dig in. Get, dig in like this bowl of candy with taffy and stuff in it. Oh, okay. Why do you have taffy and chocolate? It's a dangerous, Max. Well, do you know, because you're forgetting that Dennis had long since abandoned the candy bowl. Right, 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 right. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Dennis grabbed the <laughs> Please, candy bowl uh... and hopped it across the front yard like a frisbee. <laughs> Woo! 
Um, please, uh, Ben, I think it's... Uh, yes, please, stop us, please. Yes. Alan nodded as he brushed candy wrappers onto the porch. Whoa. It's true. Riley was a dog who was only capable of loving you with snuggles and slimy licks to the face. Mm. Once again, Alan's expression transitioned into something Dennis rarely saw from his grandfather. Bitterness. Borderline resentment. But one Sunday, me and the other kids looked and looked, yet we couldn't find Riley anywhere. Father Irons must have noticed us when we were looking around inside the church because he had slipped away as the choir was leading everyone in the final song of the day. When he found us, he gathered us all outside on the grass and told us why Riley was nowhere to be seen. Apparently, he had just died a few days prior. And yeah, he said died and not passed away or gone to sleep. The man didn't sugarcoat it one bit. If anything, he elaborated what it meant to die when it was clear that we didn't understand. For us, that was our first exposure to death. We were all crying about never playing with Riley ever again. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this man thought this would cheer us up, but he took us around to the church cornerstone where a wooden cross was planted behind a fresh layer of dirt. (laughs) That's not good at kids. All right, that's where his body is buried, he told us. But you don't need to cry, for he is with us in spirit just as the Lord will always be with you in these dark times. Pulled out a VHS of all dogs go to heaven. Oh, wait, they don't have VHS. <laughs> is Father Irons one of those people, though, who's like, you know, because there's that whole idea that animals don't really have souls and they don't go to heaven, but, you know. That's why there's a separate... He's a preacher. That's I mean, why yeah. animals have, a, have segregated heavens. <laughs> they are not beasts of burden. Dog, We're meant to just heaven. really yeah. mess them up. Different doggy heaven is separate from human heaven, and it's As basically it does. used to be. It, it's Ooh. basically doggy heaven is just a part of purgatory that they put one of those dog fences around, and there's also a hydrant in there, and that's <laughs> it's just stuffed with dead dogs. By which I mean they're dogs who have died, not that they themselves are like rotting corpses. They're just. That'd you know, it's, it's like Maggie in the ball pit in that one episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, I don't expect someone whose name is, who, who I don't expect the, this Jeremy Irons father to be very good with kids either because it's Jeremy Irons. Mm. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe Jerry Irons is great with kids. I deeply regret doing my John Hurt voice for that previous paragraph because now my throat hurts. Give yourself a break. Get yourself a Kit Kat bar from the candy I've got, a, I've got a Canadian Kit Kat in the fridge right now. Ooh. Tastes like maple? I vaguely remember my parents trying to calm me down. I can only imagine how everyone felt coming out to their kids wailing. Some parents weren't too happy about the way Father Irons handled the situation, but eventually they got over it and resumed their weekly routine. Father Irons may have acted the same, but after Riley's passing, his kind demeanor felt so, so fake to me. It just didn't sit right with me. Needless to say, I was a lot less motivated about going back to church from that point on, and I could tell several kids felt the same way. It just felt too sudden for such a bouncy dog to just, you know what I mean. He had to take a deep breath to regain his composure. I immediately have a critique, and that is that we we are being told at the end of this paragraph that uh, that Alan has, has had to regain his composure, but there's nothing in the prose here other than what he's saying and even then, there's nothing in the nothing in what he's saying. It's, it is his words. He's telling a story. He could be saying this calmly. And there's nothing in the prose here to suggest that he's in any way affected by what he's. Well, I mean, saying. other than that, felt so so ellipses fake to me. But yeah, but I feel like I, my my feeling is that that you could there, there could be some descriptive something to imply that like he's. Um, 
having all to like, stop up. himself mm-hmm. short. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, we, you need an Elvis moment in this paragraph. <laughs> you need something to kind of really, and it doesn't even it doesn't need to be super obvious. Yeah, you can you can play it subtly, but something that is not dialogue to kind of. Uh, paint a word picture for the reader of how this story is affecting Alan. Yeah. That's my critique of this particular paragraph. It's fair critique. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Don't forget to get your, your Raytheon candy earbuds. Oh, God, don't do that. They explode into smaller candies in your mouth. It's, it's better than getting radon candy. <laughs> well, that, that's not good. No. Nope. <laughs> Created at your locoist best of smell. 2017, it was Tide Pods. In 2020, it's Radon Candy. <laughs> you Have you two heard about the Internet Sharks? Internet oh. Sharks. Okay, the latest craze in 2020. Uh, so there's, you know, the transatlantic cable that allows global internet. There's a great yeah. big cable under the ocean. Literally, yeah. there's a great big cord mm-hmm. at the bottom of the ocean that runs from North America to... Uh, Europe. Yeah, it's like a yeah. one long piece of Cat 45. Yeah, why not? So it, it generates, you know, an electrical frequency because there's, you know, stuff going through it. Right. And sharks try to eat it. <laughs> so over the years, they've had to increasingly shark-proof the cable. <laughs> and so the late, like August 2020, okay, a couple of new, as if 2020 wasn't crazy enough. A couple of sharks threw up to no good. Stuff for August. One, internet sharks. Two, the Animal doll escaped the Warren Museum. It's loose. No one knows where it is. Really? Just August 2020 is serving it up. Also, they found a jade mask in a tomb. And I don't know if you've seen it, <laughs> but it is the mask from the mask. It is the mask from the mask. Has anyone checked on Jim Carrey? I, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I, I actually have a, have a line to, to Jim Carrey's house right here. Let me see. Okay, so you can't hear it because I'm managing to mute it, but um, I'm hearing Hey Pachuco playing in the background. That's a really bad song. Smoking! <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's not good. Follow up, we should check on Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's, yeah. Wow. Well, his son. Can you, I'm sorry, I, you yeah. see how sweaty I am right yeah. now? Yeah, Jesus yeah you have the negative of my... Uh, <laughs> Everyone, we I'm are sorry. going to die. We, <laughs> we should... Yeah, we need to... We need to... We're, we don't, we're we gonna understand. hit the halfway mark on this. I've got thing. nothing to drink. I'm gonna have to drink this Glade plug-in to keep hydrated. <laughs> don't. Oh no. Um, do I don't like any stand-up special with Patton Oswalt before 2014. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ben. Ben, it's 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 your turn. Is it me? Oh, it's your oh, turn, it's, uh, my friend. Please, please take us. Hey, Grandpa. Hey, Grandpa. Oh. Also, we, we can talk about this. No, I'm not going to do a voice. Please. Hey, Grandpa, we can talk about this some other time, Dennis offered, only for Alan to shake his head. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just need a moment. Now, this must have been at least a month or so after Riley's passing, and the foundations for the cemetery. And the foundations for a cemetery were already set up with a grave recently dug in. After mass was done for the day, I followed a girl who plucked some daisies to lay on Riley's grave. But when we got to the cornerstone, in front of the wooden cross was a large hole. Ah. No one had a good answer for us. And surprise, surprise, Father Irons had nothing to say when we asked. At some point, he must have refilled the hole with dirt. And that was the end of that. So Robert Louis Stevenson's body snatchers decided to take a dog corpse or the dog is a zombie. Or Pet Cemetery, or Pet Cemetery 2. <laughs> is there a third one? Or Pet Cemetery 3, The yeah. Search for Dog. 
I was really hoping it'd be three D, and it'd be like three dog. Three dog. Pet cemetery. Three dog. <laughs> Pet cemetery. Three dog. It would be. It would oh. be P three T cemetery. <laughs> oh yes, it would be a digital cemetery. It would oh. be an online cemetery full of neopets. Oh, the neo. Oh. It's oh, my Bloomeroo, no! <laughs> you all forgot about your Tamagotchis, but they didn't forget about you, baby. P3 Cemetery. <laughs> anyway, Tamagot you. Um, okay. Uh, Heck! I was hey, going to bring this up. I got the... you. Oh, sorry. I was going to bring this up two paragraphs ago, but I can bring it up for this one. You got to mind your quotation marks. Uh, Quotations, yeah. There are weird rules when you do multi-paragraph quotes. Yeah. Uh, but you do need to have the the first. We're doing the grammar stuff. I promise not to do, but it is again like the yeah. The gra- and the grandma hasn't even been in the story for like four hours. <laughs> so it's kind of weird to bring her up now. She Michael. mentioned my name, but that's about it. <laughs> no, you're the one with the accent. Stop that! Uh, stop. You can't do that to me. I'm saying it right. It's right. <laughs> At some point, there'll be a conversation about whether when I say pasta or pasta, which of the two I'm. It's going to be me to. saying water. I say with a D. It just shouldn't be there. Um, Damn you, Pennsylvania. Um, (laughs) Anyway, let me dig back in. As the years went by, (laughs) Silvertree expanded to house more people, and naturally the cemetery gained more ground. Yes. By the time I was a senior in high school, the cemetery was about the third of the size it is today, about 50 acres, give or take. Now, I don't know when exactly it happened, but at some point, we had a curfew. No one 18 years and under could be out past 7 p.m. Stupid, I know. And as you can probably guess, it only made teens want to go out even later. It was around this time I started dating your grandma. I feel like you got to explain. You got to give me an excuse for this curfew. Yeah, this, just, this came think, out of nowhere. This I think that's coming up though. I think he's I, yeah, he's baiting but, the hook. This is grandpa. I'm not saying okay. Sarah is, but I'm saying grandpa's baiting the hook, and we're well, Sarah eventually, is, eventually. I don't know if you knew this. The grandpa's not real. Sarah is has created this person whole cloth using her imagination. No, what? Don't do yeah. that. That's she just don't do that. <laughs> um. I also I think the 7 p.m. curfew is actually perfect because that gets you home just in time for uh, Sky One's rerun of old episodes of The Simpsons, <laughs> sponsored by Domino's Pizza. You yes, back in what the 1950s? Batman, though. Oh, that's a little before. No, this was the probably the. Oh, yeah, it's the 50s. There's not a lot of TV. There's some TV if you look hard enough. Uh, it was near the end of autumn, where it was already dark before the curfew. Being the oh so cool and rebellious. Oh, sorry. Being the oh-so-cool and rebellious teenagers we were, we'd sneak out and meet up at the cemetery. Before Dennis could get a word in, Alan pointed a finger in his direction. And before you say it... Oh, wait. It's me, fool. It's you. I'm sorry, buddy. And before you say it, well, there's a park we could have gone to instead. Nancy insisted that it was the best halfway point between our houses and the best place for some privacy. I climbed over the short stone wall bordering around the cemetery, searching for her with my flashlight. The original plan was for her to wait along the wall until I found her, but I saw the beam of her light around one of the mausoleums. This feels like a nebulous, like, I feel like you don't, you don't need to mention, unless the park is going to come up later, the park doesn't currently feel relevant to me. It feels like if it's, there's, there's, there's a lot of, this hook has got a lot of bait on it right now. And I don't think I don't think it's all gonna get paid off. You just make this a dare. You could really yeah. streamline this whole thing and make it like yeah. a teenage. I dare. mean, I, I mean, you could always. 
this is a grandfather talking to the grandson and I'm a little yeah. worried about like, obviously you don't want to say, Oh, me and grandma, me and your grandma used to meet in the cemetery for some hanky panky. And you know, so like, yeah, we, cops used were. On, we used to pork on Jefferson's grave not, <laughs> and not the Jefferson you're thinking of. Yeah. The cops were, uh, the cops were all at watch at lover's lands. So we decided to pound one out at the cemetery. I, <laughs> I don't think it's going to work for your yeah, the, you the old it. Jenkins crypt. It's just yeah, there's we a line just, of horny teenagers. Yeah. We were just <laughs> jamming in the graveyard. It's not going to work. That ghost yes. kept showing up to scare us away, but luckily the Scooby gang showed up and it turned out it really was old man Jenkins. Cause he wanted people to stop, uh, porking oh, on his grandfather's yeah. grave. And that, and that is how we invented the monster mash. Was a graveyard smash? Oh, graveyard smash. Are you done done graveyard graveyard smash? smash? Yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's uh, my turn. Yes. Yes. When I found her, we shut off our flashlights since there were rumors that Father Irons or somebody working at the church patrolled the cemetery every night. But we believed ourselves to be clever enough to avoid being spotted. Oh, teens. So <laughs> silly. Nice I can take this next one too because this one's pretty short. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Um, we Jinx barely got to. Coke. <laughs> ben Mo me. Two dollars and fifty cents. This no. episode is not sponsored by Coca-Cola. Or it Venmo. is sponsored by Venmo. Shit. Oh, all right. Never or Raytheon <laughs> or Ray, Raycon or G Fuel or whatever, any of the millions of brands we've mentioned so far. Or MeUndies. Um, but it is sponsored by the Game of Rassalon. Or Crunchyroll. Uh, but no, that's the only sponsor, sort of. Yeah. And that, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're here. Uh, no, that's I, so. we all work on the show. Um, we barely got to enjoy our alone time as we heard crunching of leaves from a distance. Naturally, we were quick to dismiss it as some squirrels. <laughs> what? Were you? Um, we were quick oh, yeah, to dismiss it as crunchy rolls. squirrels at night, yeah. Night squirrels. Yeah. Night squirrels. Oh, that's the name of my band. Night squirrels. I used to play uh, bass for night squirrels. Night squirrel! Uh, the oh, they're, they're a limousine cover band, right? Killer tunes. Oh, yeah. Uh, they do a little journey, too. It's, it's, they're all over the map. Um... Naturally, we were quick to dismiss it as some squirrels, but as the crunching only grew louder heading towards us, Nancy made me peek around the mausoleum. Okay, I have to take a break because you've hit one of my pet peeves. I'm sorry to do this. Peak? It's the wrong peak. Is it peak? The wrong yeah. peak. Yeah. There are two E's in this peak. You've got the wrong peak, and everybody is doing this wrong everywhere on social media right now. I don't understand why suddenly the wrong peak became acceptable, but it's not. There not is... the wrong peak. There's a Twitter account called Stealth Mountain that just retweets people when they sneak tweet peek? sneak yes. peek. Yeah, I had to unfollow it because it genuinely made me so furious. I couldn't enjoy it. Like, I know it's supposed to be a joke, but I'm just like, no, it's one's a mountain and one is your eyeballs. Come on. Anyway, uh, um, don't, uh, Michael, do not forget the hills have eyes. On this channel, yes. I guess that would be a sneak peek. All right, we solved it. Never mind. No, it's uh, okay. We've, we've, you know, everything's to be fair, okay, Sarah. I take it all back. No, nah, it's all right. You know, to be fair, um, it, it would probably be really horrible to live in the Super Mario universe because the hills literally do have eyes. Mm. Mm. And the mm. mushrooms are very trippy. Yes. And that they walk. And, that, and also, that's where Leatherface <laughs> lives. So. <laughs> yeah, it's Wario. Didn't you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Wario wearing Bowser's face shaking a chainsaw. Oh yeah. Yeah, you need if you have people who do fan art, that is that's hey. in the vibe. Hey Beth. Woo. Beth, if you're still listening to these. Beth? You know that new picture you've been looking for? <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Two very dim lights were shining. We were tempted to make a run for it, but we were more afraid of being spotted, so we stayed put. Closer they came, and I could start making out two gritty voices that I knew neither belonged to Father Irons. That I knew? Or would it be, but I knew? It's that I... It's just the, 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 the grammar of these two yeah. sentences. Yeah. Closer like, they came, and I could start making out two gritty voices, mm-hmm. and it would be like, but I knew neither was Father yeah. Irons. Yeah, right? that seems Something fair. like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I dared to look out again, only to see two scruffy men. Both had shuffles. Uh, shuffles, jeez. They're iPods now. Both <laughs> men had shovels. I'm so sorry, Sarah. I'm, actually, I'm very sorry. You're fine. Both men had shovels, but one had a toolbox of sorts, while the other dragged an empty bag. The, uh, once they stopped at a grave close to the mausoleum and started to dig, my stomach dropped. Holy oh, shit, I made a body snatcher's joke. I, I made a body Ooh. snatcher's joke earlier, but like, oh, it came full circle. Okay. You're right, yeah. it's Burke and Hare. They got it's, Burke uh, and Hare. It's Andy Serkis and uh, Simon Pegg. I was going to say, it's not, yeah. yeah, I knew it wasn't Pegg and Frost, but it was Pegg and somebody. It was going to be Pegg and Tennant, uh, but Tennant had to drop out. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's Circus is a great guy. I still can't wait for Venom 2. I'll say it every time he yeah. comes up. I'm getting to the point now with the grammar where it is pulling me out of the story. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating. And I know, I know Sarah's going to be listening to this. I say this uh, with love. Um, we always I, say I would love. have someone else kind of go through like Michael's no early but like read it aloud to yourself to see how it sounds but the, have someone else get but, some and I realize we are the someone else yeah that's problem. what we're here for so. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah I guess we're the someone else so oh, we are. Yeah, well, hi um, yeah it's like you know how when you're reading some erotic literature and they refer to the woman's beasts and it really pulls you out of the narrative that's <laughs> kind of what is happening now that genuinely took me a second but it was yeah. worth it <laughs> it's like, no, Michael, for us, it's that second Doctor story uh, where, the, where the second Doctor's peeing over a bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'll take it. It's, I, it's, uh, it's one of the target novelizations, I think, and but they, there's just a typo and they dropped a K in peeking. So he's peeing over a bookcase, and that always reminds me of the line from the Gallifrey Chronicles, which is, it's all true, every word, every... every word. <laughs> Capaldi says it too, so it's even yeah, true. Canonically, no. the second Doctor has taken a piss over a bookshelf. Yeah. Also, John and Jelly, uh, Jillian are real, so we need to reckon with yeah. that at some point. That's a deep <laughs> cut. Sorry, everybody at home. It's all good. Uh, um, this is to be expected. Okay. Um, um, I think it's oh, me. Sorry, yes, it's me. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. All I was going to say was I forgot because we got on a tangent, but that's, oh, I guess the only thing I'll say on that is I think in revision and we'll probably bring this up again later but like you could probably shorten this make it a little more conversational a little more colloquial like you know in the grandfather's voice i mean the yeah, voice that's, is very that's narrative a, which that's is a fine big thing. if you're using the framing device of the grandfather telling the story to a grandchild which is a great framing device think about how the grandfather talks and then that's how you want to tell the story not as yourself but as the grandfather think about the kind of turns of phrase and the kind of um, person that the grandfather is and how that grandfather would spin this yarn. I have yeah. a wider approach is... to revision stuff at the end. I'll... It's, it's very we'll, similar. We'll, we'll, give, a, we'll give an overview, but yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. we can, maybe we've, we've kind of shotgunned the big bits and maybe we can see if we can yeah. like keep the momentum up for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, uh, crack <clears throat> on. Right Brought out, at this point, Nancy and I realized staying put was too dangerous. We had to get out of there. We had only a few yards away. We were only, we only got a few yards away before one of them spotted us. Nancy let out a shriek when the two sprinted towards us. Bastards were fast, let me tell you. 
One moment I was checking behind us and next thing I knew I was on the ground with a throbbing skull. I must have blacked out for a few seconds and it was a struggle to sit up. Just in time to see the other asshole shoving Nancy down. I was certain that they were going to beat us to a pulp and dump our bodies in the hole they were working on. Now that is now scary. I, now I feel like this is a person. I love this. Like the bastards were fast, let me tell you. Yeah, see that's... Uh, yeah, that's this like, is... Yeah. yeah. Now I feel like it's a person. Like, oh, I want to know. Mm. I, not that I didn't want to know what happened next before, but like now I'm invested in... This is something that happened to this person. Done got shoveled by a shovel. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. And these guys mean business, so... Yeah. Shall I crack on? Yeah, crack on. Okay. Crack away. Everything was a blur, but a throat-tearing snarl brought me back to clarity. You'd think I was just hearing things because I smacked my head, but the two men going silent proved me wrong. God, that sound. It was as if there were... It was as if there... It was as if there was a nearly inaudible drone underneath that gargling. Like if you cranked up the bass of a stereo all the way up. The kind of noise that's felt more than heard. Digging it, digging it. That's the good stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. The growling became clearer as, I don't even want to call it a dog, but that's what it looked like. Definitely in the larger side that most dogs, than most dogs, and kind of bulky. In the dark, that was about as much as I could make out in the dark. Mm. Yeah, okay. I'll just, I'll just groan and move on. Yeah, but the yeah. guy who punched me grabbed one of our flashlights and shined it on the thing, doing us the disservice of getting a better look at it. That was no dog, not anymore. The disservice? Anyway, uh, the best way I can describe it was if someone had taken a dog skeleton and packed on layers of mud to give it some sort of shape, with clumps of moss and grass scattered across it like poor imitations of fur. But there were still places where yellowish bone was exposed, mainly its jaws. I still have no idea how it knew we were there, as it couldn't make out in nose, ears, or eyes. Even so, the man with the flashlight only got to murmur, what the fuck, before the dog bolted right at us. That's a what good the fuck? image. The, like, the, the image is what the fuck? I love this, is giving this me image. Those, um, like just, annihilation yeah. vibes. It, yeah. The image is fantastic. You just, I think it's just the, 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 the wording, the description, the words that you're using to build this picture needs uh, need some polish. But the oh, image yeah. is the yeah. image is superb. Like, Solid, scary dog, clearly. undead yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah, I was about yeah. to. I was about to say like I was about to pull a Professor Trelawney and be like the Grim Harry, the Grim. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, spectral dog that haunts a churchyard. Yeah, I could dig it. Let's see. That's, that's, <clears throat> that's very much your wheelhouse. Oh yeah. Wait. Or should I say your wheel mansion? Yeah. Except that dog wasn't dead. No. Oh. <laughs> For just, how he's just, as, he's just as scared as you are. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh, here we go. For how clumsily shaped it was, it was startlingly agile as it latched onto the man with the flashlight. The growling and the droning became as loud as the man's sudden screaming. Even in the blur of him trying to shake it off, it managed to bite him on the shoulder about a dozen times. I got tangled in on. I got tangled on the scuffle. Getting. I got tangled on, or is it in? I think probably in. I think right? it's supposed to be in. I'll say yeah. it. I got tangled in the scuffle, getting knocked back onto the ground as the man stumbled around with the thing practically hanging off his back, only to fall right on top of me. Only to fall right on top of me. Even his buddy was trying to pry the thing off, only to get bitten and scratched up too. I'm. There are certain places where I got tangled on the scuffle where that feels like that doesn't feel like a poor choice of words. That feels like autocorrect probably ate the in and turned mm. it into an on. Autocorrect ate my neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Correct ate my grammar. <laughs> ate my grammar. My, my, my grandma. My... Autocorrect ate my grandma. 
My sweet what, grandma. Why, grandma? What big teeth you got? <laughs> you will and have. No, I'm doesn't. Okay. Uh, so much was happening in just those few moments, and my ears were almost ringing with the droning, the men shrieking, and Nancy's hysterical sobbing. While I was trying to squirm away, I jabbed my left leg in the air to kick the guy off me, only to kick it instead. Dirty, cold teeth sank into my ankle. There it is. Moment of truth. Wow. Mm. Nancy, uh, Nancy had grabbed my arm and helped me onto my feet, but a rapidly growing throbbing in my foot nearly had me tumbling back down. We were starting to trudge away when I looked behind us. One of the men was sluggishly swinging a shovel around to keep it at bay. Not like it did him any good as it started mauling his legs. We tried to run, but goddamn, every step felt like another dozen nails were being jammed into my bitten leg. This is a good paragraph. Here's, yeah, I would say solid. you could use a paragraph in between these two where you describe the bite. Like, just get into the bite. Because you talk about another dozen nails. It doesn't even need to be a sentence. It could, a paragraph. It could be like a sentence, two sentences. Yeah. Something to just kind of... Like, have it like one It was unlike anything sentence. I felt. You know, just, yeah. yeah, something you could really punctuate because I mean, the whole story Something to is sink really... your teeth into. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were nearing... Is it, I'm sorry, is it, is, it's me again, right? Yes. Okay. We were nearing the wall late one night. <laughs> when my eyes beheld an eerie side. Uh, really we were nearing the wall. When the growling was drawing near us, it was just us alone with the dog. This dog. It trotted toward us, the snarling more subdued, but no less threatening. I was waiting for it to attack us, already prepared to push Nancy back and tell her to run for it, but it didn't. It was just a few yards away, rooted where it stood. I whispered to Nancy to keep quiet and move slowly. We took a few cautionary steps back, but froze when it moved forward, just as slowly as we were. It maintained the distance between us as we kept backing up. I've never felt so tense, with the chilly night nearly dead silent, save for the crunching of leaves beneath our feet. Nancy's shaky breath in my ear and my own pained hisses at the slightest pressure placed on my foot. I, Sarah is doing such a good job of like evoking uh, a place and a time and a feeling like, um, yeah. even though, and I think this paragraph and the previous paragraph, I think are really solidly written. Mm -hmm. um, I'm at a point now where like it's before the grammar mistake for pulling me out. Uh, pulling me out of the story, but now I'm absolutely backing because this imagery is so potent and visceral and palpable. I just now palped it. And I... The passion's been palped. Yeah. They're palping uh, the passion. You gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta palp that bad boy and I palped it good. I palped the graves of the silver tree. And I, my feeling is that... Palpatined it. Regardless, and I know that we've kind of... We are podcasting. Uh, <laughs> I know that we've talked a lot about the, the, the grammar and the kind of uh, um, syntax of the writing, Sarah. And I hope that if you're still listening, and I hope you are, that we have not upset you because this is a real, I'm really invested in this story and the imagery that you are trying to, uh, trying to conjure. I feel like it's like looking at a painting that you know is not quite finished and you know that there are some details that might get painted over or changed. Yeah. Um, but I'm very interested in how this painting is going to end. You know, because paintings have a narrative. Some do. What? I mean, where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? Is, painting's over. Move on. <laughs> Damn you, Waldo. <laughs> Show yourself! 
He's called Wally in my own country. Where's Wally? When, when they did the cartoon in the 90s, they had to record all the dialogue twice. <laughs> well, it's like in the UK, you have a fully separate Dennis the Menace. Yeah, we have an entirely independent Dennis the Menace, who is a war criminal. I want to stress this. He's a bad child. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like our Dennis is like pretty bad, but your Dennis should be in jail. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not a big proponent of jails, but I mean, that kid needs to be in a Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> He'll eat your liver with fava, fava beans and a nice Chianti if you let him. So. He'll do it, something. And that dog as well. I do not think that dog is... Uh, the, UK, the UK Dennis the Menace says Mr. Wilson is dead. Dennis <laughs> killed and ate him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, actually, fun fact. Um, they, they, they did a TV show about a grown-up Dennis the Menace. That, uh, That's right. It got, oh. It got it's renamed like a, over yeah. here called, called Hannibal, and there's three seasons of it. Really <laughs> uh, I thought you were serious for saying because there are several American TV specials that are like grown up Archie characters before they did Riverdale, you know? Yeah. So, like, return to Riverdale, and you're like, this I, is real talk, blisteringly dumb. <laughs> the, the, the Rugrats spin off all grown up where they're like, te- like oh, God, teenagers. that's yeah. a repressed memory. How could Their you? Heads. I'm always upset that they still have mm-hmm. big baby heads. Like the head, the keep the face, but scale the head down. Like that's it's it's bad character design. <laughs> I generally have loved the output of Patrick H. Willems, but the inclusion of Rugrats rants throughout the last few videos have been Rugrats. Very, very <laughs> uh, uh, appreciated by me. Okay, we are now the three of us have to do a Rugrats rewatch podcast called Rugrats. No. Can we? Can we? I'm all for this. We should. Yes. Once we we get all grown up, I'm going to be all gone by. No, we we can't do. (laughs) I will. I will happily draw the line with just Rugrats. I'll do classic Rugrats. The only yeah, we can't. Mm. Once Dill is born, once Dill is born, we abandon ship. No, no. Yeah, because that's it. That's no. Keep going for all of Rugrats, but then we don't do all grown up. Like that's it's just Rugrats. Do we? No, but then we Ben, but then we have to talk about like. Dylan we, Kimmy, and I don't no, but, want to talk about And Dylan I'm okay Kimmy. with this, because that's no. why it's called Rugrats. Here's the problem is once you open that door, you have to complete the Rugrats trilogy with well, All Grown Up, and I won't do it. <laughs> I won't no, you be have to, there. Because the door has to be open to do the Wild Thornberries, which canonically exist in the same universe. All can right, we, I'll go through Michael. All Grown Up if we can get through Thornberry. God damn. All right, this is yeah. the next 10 years yes. of my life. We're Damn in. it. We just, yeah, All okay. Right. Okay. Right. Wild right. Thornberry. Sorry, Sarah. You're welcome, Sarah. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> we finally get to include Tim Curry, though. There we go. Oh. Come full hey, circle. All right. Anyway, um, I think it's Ben's turn. I think it's Ben's turn. I think it is. Uh, it's, it felt like hours. Is that where we are? It felt like hours. Yes. It felt like hours until we reached the short stone wall and Nancy had to help haul me over with half of my shin feeling as if it was blistering from a hot oil spill. All while the dog sat a few feet behind the wall, as if it was seeing to it that we left the premises. uh, um, I I, I briefly thought for some reason, because I know we were on a Rugrats thing, I briefly thought all while the dog sat, and I was like, oh no. Grand spanking new dog. (laughs) God, I feel cursed. Anyway. Uh. That joke was not dog funny. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it is, we have been here for a long time and it is way too hot in this room. We gotta finish this. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get this thing done before I boil. Yeah. 
At this point, I was dragging my leg, with Nancy having to balance me as we hobbled down the streets. The only thing I can remember from that night was my parents. Well, that's not true. You're telling the story. Sorry. Um, the only thing I, I can remember from that to say from I'm that sorry. point onward, maybe. And yes. Nancy in the sheets. I hobbled down the street. There we go. <laughs> you may continue. Wow. Uh, the only thing I can remember from that night uh, was my parents frantically driving me to a hospital. It was to be to a hospital. The doctor had rolled up my pants, and I nearly gagged at how my skin was an ink blotch mess of red, purple, and black. Around my ankle was worse. The skin was starting to rot away. Ew. The doctor told us it was a severe infection with flesh-eating bacteria, but he, uh, but he'd never seen, never had he seen one of uh, one like mine, with the rate of spreading increasing by the hour. If he didn't chop off my leg, he believed the infection would have killed me before morning came. I was in recovery for a while, and Nancy visited me every single day, not no exceptions. When she first saw that my leg was gone, she nearly passed out right then. I kept telling her that I'd be fine, but it did little to calm her down. I wasn't handling it much better myself, having nightmares about it throughout my stay at the hospital. There'd be times when I'd wake up suddenly, checking my left leg for any bites or scratches, only to find the bandaged stump. Hmm. That's a good detail, because I know, like, you know, there's the whole phantom limb idea, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is yeah. That's that's a really really nice detail and a really nice little. Uh, I like for me, and this is just me being an asshole. This is not anything that Sarah has done with the pros, but it does feel like now Nancy is going to marry him out of shame and pity, <laughs> and embarrassment, and guilt. Really. Um, oh, I, I sure I, when hope I read not. the line about Nancy coming to visit him every day, I, I did a little awe. Because yeah. I thought it was very cute. Yeah, it, it put me in mind of the first five minutes of Up. Aww. Oh dear. Hopefully, not like the rest <laughs> of the five minutes of Up. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, Disney Channel had Ratatouille followed by Up the other day. Oh. Uh, so you just destroyed is, yourself emotionally. <laughs> one-two punch. You just absolutely just ruined really, really wrecked, your mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I know we. I know we're we're killing time, right, but yes. real quick, right. just one word, Here. super short answers. Favorite Pixar film? Go. Ratatouille. Oh, I mm, I can't pick one. Um, I hate when people do that, but it's hard. Uh, That's okay. Probably Wally. Probably Wally. Oh, I will very... also say Wally. I think Wally best encapsulates my worldview. I I worked. I <laughs> Wally worked, really gets me. I love Wally. I worked at Disney in the Disney Channel building when Wally came out, and I remember going down to the lobby one day for lunch to find a full sized animatronic Wally in the lobby and it's one of the best things I've ever experienced. Did you, did you kiss him? Did you smooch him on his little Wally face? I didn't smooch him uh, because uh, then oh, Wally Disney would have had, HR. Yeah, Wally would have had to right. file an HR complaint and that would have been right. Even though I was right. just a contractor, that still technically falls under the if you had, If you had asked him first and he said yes, it would have been okay. It would have had to be after hours, not while I'm on the clock. No, fair, right. fair, fair, fair. Yes, true, yeah. yes. Like I did horrible things with Buzz Lightyear, but that was after hours. Yeah, it was off the clock. No yeah, to know. Yeah. It was off the you clock know. to infinity and beyond. Yeah, me, what, me, Buzz Lightyear, and Baloo, you know, behind fantasy, you know, the, the fantasy land, you know, the little, one of the little alleyways, little corridors. Uh, oh my God. You know? um, I think you're, I think it's you, I think you're on the next, I, sorry, yeah. sorry to like put that out there, but yeah. Yeah. I think my brain's melting, so. You're fine. It's the heat. Um, if you can't stand the heat, Get out of the podcast. Get out of California. It's too hot. It's <laughs> 100 degrees of dying. At least we don't have humidity. That's true. It's way... Be oh, my man. Okay, now we're doing weather talk. Ben, one morning, my dad... 
One morning, my dad brought in the county newspaper. I took a peek and no, found the public wrong cell- peek. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Strike I two, s- Sarah. Strike I two. I sliced the top of a small mountain and found a public service announcement bringing awareness of infections caused by animal bites, with my case being one example. The other example was the discovery of men found dead not too far from the silver tree, having suffered from similar infections. <laughs> Don't know what that was at the end, but this is what came out of my mouth. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is starting to give me like a Outer Limits vibe. Yeah, I really yeah. very, but like nineties Outer Limits. That's what I mean. Yes, yeah. yes. I have watched they... a lot of sixties Outer Limits because of my age. It's Mark a practical. Hamill and Will Wheaton are in this. The 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 dog is a practical effects uh, animatronic oh. and puppet in various cut with various good like shots, but also some truly bad CG. Uh, yeah, but only for a couple. Outer Limits, They're not so reliant really... on the CG that it's like obvious if they actually yeah. know how to cut it well enough no that's not accurate if it's 90s out of limits okay fair 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 fair, fair <laughs> i've been fair. watching some reruns on tv and oof, I, to be fair i no. haven't seen this is my this is in my head but but to be fair i haven't seen 90s out of limits. no they really went hog wild with the uh the final cut pro basic effects anyway oh, no. um, <laughs> once i was able to walk on my new prosthetic leg without struggle the first place i went was silver tree nancy came with me although i could Although I could tell she'd rather not be anywhere near the cemetery, I finally found Father Irons and recounted everything that had happened that night. I'm sorry. Everything that happened that night. I wanted to know just what the hell that thing was. But did I get an answer from him? Hell no. All he said, all he had to say was that we should have known better than to be sneaking around on church grounds at night. All he had to say was that we should have known better than to cheat a friend. The wasted chance that I'd been given. So I'm never going to dance again because I've only got one leg. I was fuming and his calm and different face pissed me off all the more. But Nancy got me to leave before I lost my temper. And Iron, uh, Irons, and Irons Irons bit us a blessing. I run butterfly. I run butterfly. And I run, I run so far away. But Nancy, Nancy right. got me to leave before I lost my temper and also got me to leave before Irons bid us a blessed day. That's kind of how my brain has passed that <laughs> Is they left as before Irons got a chance to say peace. Like, peace. Uh, As we stepped back outside, reflecting on that night uh, brought about the urge to check something, a spot I hadn't been to in years. We rounded the side of the church to the cornerstone. The little wooden cross planted there was weathered down, as to be expected, but it was almost hidden by a large, a large lump of mud, grass, and moss in front of it. Oh no! Neat. That's no moss. It's a battle dog. <laughs> I summon my undead hound. It's at least a CR three. Battle dog. No moon. Yes. <laughs> it's a battle dog. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's your it's your turn, Sir Alec. I'm not going to do it in my Alec Guinness voice. Please. Having having a moment of silence, Alan's posture gradually relaxed. The distant giggling of children made him grab the candy bowl from his stunned grandson. Now I know that sounds like I'm full of it. That's up for you to decide. But if you're smart, you'll you you. Uh, <laughs> but if you're smart, you'd stay on the outside of that stone wall at night. Just as the kids reached the porch, Alan wore a playful grin. Yar, har, har, you've come for me treasure, have you? I'm very glad you got this paragraph. Me too. Uh, I also, um, 
never mind. Uh, <laughs> Dennis was left speechless, barely noticing the coming and going of several children as he could only stare at the peg leg once more. The simplified version of his grandfather's tale was the more believable of the two, as he could not fathom why Alan would make up such a story, uh, make up such a bizarre rendition. It's Halloween, duder. Anyway, um, yeah, it's a perfect, it's a perfect Halloween on, story. It's like kind of the day. Anyway, and also like grandpa's tell story. It's like kind of anyway. Grandpa told you a really good spooky story. I can't imagine why grandpa, my grandfather, my grandfather, grandfather, would tell me a spooky story on <laughs> Halloween of all days. <laughs> But Dennis would not bring himself to ask his grandmother if such a story was true. Not anymore. Maybe could not bring himself? I don't know. Anyway. There's hey. a shift. Like, one of the things that shifts a lot in this in the writing is the shift from past tense to present tense. I bit, also think, like... A little bit. I feel like you need to, like, frame the story so we lock in on who's the protagonist. Mm. Like, outside of the frame. Because we sort of we've pinged back to Dennis, like being the protagonist hearing the story, but that's not. I don't know. It's like there's a different way to structure this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, absolutely. It's almost there structurally. Yeah. When we get to my overall, I I mean, it's funny we brought it up earlier, but like my my notes would actually be like, you should check out some '90s Outer Limits, like the way they they um, dole out sort of the weird thing of the week, and like I think there's there's a lot you could learn in in terms of the structure of like you need time to meet the dog and like mm-hmm. play with the dog and like the dog. And then like the change happens. And then like the I think dog, you could also love spend... the dog, pet the dog. Oh crap. The dog. Um, and then you could, <laughs> yeah. The, the um, other thing too is, you know, you could dole out more of um, sort of the, the effects of the bite and, and the, the stories of other people being killed by the dog you could weave in. And mm-hmm. there's all this other sort of, you've got kind of your A plot yeah. and your B plot and your C plot. And if you think yeah. about it that way, I think that's sort of a more harmonious way to tell the story, yeah. for lack of a better way of putting it. Yeah, but I so far, I mean, yeah. but but the, the story is there, here. and it's solid. everything's here. Everything's that's, here. That's the thing. Like, yeah, it's not quite parts. oops or B plot because the A plot is so good, yeah. and it's the the imagery is so potent. Even though the writing is like, I would say like a solid six or a seven, it is not quite at a ten. I yeah. would uh, I would seriously consider pulling the Halloween frame out of the story entirely. I don't know. I kind of like the Halloween frame, but I feel like you could keep the Halloween frame almost a little shorter and only have it maybe at the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. and then have it like page break, line page break, and then the story from Grandpa's voice. Do you know what? Actually, just the story unbroken. What I would do with the framing device, and if Sarah, you want to use this, it's yours. If you don't want to use it, I won't take it personally, but I will cry about something unrelated later. Um, I would, I would, I would do away with a Halloween framing device. I would make this a last time you get to spend, you know, you know, an afternoon on the porch with your grandfather before you are like your family's moving out of town. So have this. This is the last chance you're going to get to ask the question of what happened to your leg, and the ground. You know this. The grandfather knows this. Hmm. So there's an opportunity there to. All right, your grandmother can't hear us, but you can't tell anyone this story. And it so eminentizes everything, you, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of, you, you get to keep the, I don't know why granddad would make up this wacky story. You get to keep that. Because I think that's an interesting notion. It just doesn't work because it's also Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, fr- the framing device of the grandfather telling the story is, is great. I would just change the why and when of, of that story being told. Mm-hmm. But we've got like a handful of paragraphs. Left. Who's up next? Um, I, think it's, I think it's me. 
Yeah. Oh, no, 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 wait. No, it's me. It Sorry. is you. Sorry. It's all my fault. Let me not steal no, your you, thunder. No, you just did, um, uh, but Dennis would not bring himself to ask his grandfather if, this, if such a story was true. Right, I did read that one. Yes, oh, you did, so it is me. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. right. I was right all along. It is me. I was wrong twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kiddo, I didn't mean to scare you too badly. Alan offered a gentle pat on the back, bringing Dennis out of his days. I'm not scared. I'm fine. I just don't know what to say. The door behind them creaked open, and with tiny superheroes and little princesses being herded out by his mother, father, aunts, and uncles. Even his grandmother, donning a pirate's cap similar to Alan's, stepped outside and began to nag her husband about eating all the candy. That's a cute detail. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You could also just say family instead of mother, father, aunts, yeah. uncles. Yeah. Looking between his family heading to the streets and the elderly couple enjoying the sheets. Nope, let me start that again. <laughs> oh, yes. Looking between his family heading to the streets and the elderly couple enjoying the cool autumn air on the sheets. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm latching on to cool autumn air and going, gimme! Yeah, I wish. Looking Holy. between his family heading to the streets and the elderly couple enjoying the cool autumn air on the porch, Dennis got up to stretch. In the sheet. The sheet. Damn it! <laughs> they're wearing ghost costumes. It's okay. They're ghost pirates. Yeah, they're, also yeah, they're ghosts. That's why they're so pointy on the top. Oh, wait. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is just ending. Uh, sorry, gonna... Ben, continue. I apologize. <laughs> Fuck. Dennis. God, so much of this has to be edited out. No, it's the, it. none of Everything. this. None of this. Don't you understand? <laughs> this, is, this is UCA. It's no script, no plan, no filters. Rut row. Um, Rut row, Raggy. That's, that's like UCB's uh, 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 finances department. <laughs> As Jiminy Cricket once said, you buttered your bread, now sleep in it. Accounting, that's the word I was desperately trying to find <laughs> for the last two minutes. Sorry, bed, continue. <laughs> Dennis got up to stretch. <laughs> I'm going to go with them, if that's okay. Of course, it's a lovely evening for a stroll, Nancy replied as she took Dennis' previous seat. Alan nodded, waving the boy off. Take care now. Dennis returned the wave and sprinted after his family. Dun, dun, dun. And then there's an actual page break. Yeah. All right, let's get through these last two. And two paragraphs. It's an exact number of paragraphs. And then we can, we can do it a was, quick summary and yeah. then we'll give our freshness ratings and then we can turn our respective air conditionings yeah. on. Way high. Way it was high. a matter of time until Dennis's family was walking alongside the stone wall that outlines Silver Tree. His pace gradually slowed to a complete stop as he stared off into the dark hills of the cemetery. It appeared as if the whole place was frozen, still in time, a stark contrast to the lively atmosphere of the town surrounding it. After several moments of deliberation, he sat upon the stone the wall and swung his legs over, feet dangling inches from the ground. He could not stop any he could not spot anything amiss among the headstones. But the distant rustling of leaves and faintest rumbling he felt more than so than heard was enough for Dennis to swing back to the sidewalk. He walked away with a quicker pace than before, turning his back to the graves of Silver Tree. And there's an illustration here at the end, which I, I know Sarah. Sarah is an artist, or at least I think Sarah. Yeah, Sarah's an artist, it's and so cool. this is a nice. Oh original. yeah, she, it's her art. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's a beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, cross, like just wooden tombstone. I I love that ending. I think I would turn the dial up a little bit on the ambiguity. Not necessarily in the ambiguity of the scenario, but like on uh, Dennis, Dennis's read on sitting on the wall. I think you can you can play with with that um, a little bit more. But I really love the idea of this story, and I love uh, uh, the imagery. And uh, this was this 
just good. Yeah. This was very good. This is a really, really solid early draft. Just a few grammar, maybe a couple of uh, a, a couple small narrative changes. It's up to you, honestly, mm-hmm. Sarah. This is a really solid story. I really like yeah. this. My, I mean, in terms of the framing thing, I, I don't necessarily think you have to. Get, I'm not saying for prescribing, get rid of it. But if you yeah. are going to keep it, um, don't go Princess Bride with it. I think it's very <laughs> tempting to sort of ping back and forth in the story. And I say that because you know the writer of Princess Bride, William Goldman, was like decades worth of script writing before we even approached that story. So that kind of playing with format is it's, it's tricky. It's tricky to balance. So it may, it may um, behoove you to, Oh, sorry, there's a pup. No, it's okay. Puppet. She knows she likes to include herself on the podcast every so often. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think it would, I think it would behoove you to sort of keep sort of the frame and then maybe dip back into the present day, maybe one time but yeah. try and keep it a little more restrained. Like I don't need to know. Yeah, more, more restrained, more focused, um, polish some of the grammar. I think one of the things I noticed is that you will end a uh, dialogue with a period and then say like Nancy replied or Dennis said. Yeah, that's um, commas. Yeah. Rather than a, I said I wouldn't comma do commas, there. but here we are. Yeah. I mean, I did the commas, Michael. Oh, that's fine. I did me. Um, <gasps> I think that this is this is so close to being such a great story, yeah. and it, mm. it's literally just the 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 grammar and and wording um, that is that is stopping this from like I would say being a solid eight. Yeah. Uh, out of my 10. yeah, my biggest advice is like step away from the story for you know some time. Clearly, you're doing that. You're you're getting notes from all of us. Yeah. But I would say before you you even reapproach the story. Um, watch some horror stuff, read some horror stuff, like re-expose yourself to sort of other angles on horror, even completely unrelated to what your story is, probably especially unrelated to what your story is and, and see what new things that sparks in you. Cause I I think coming in with a a fully fresh set of eyes, like a a revitalized set of eyes is a great way to, to reinvigorate a story. And this, this has everything. I mean, it has all the, the moving pieces and parts you need, for you know I, i've got a pile of old sci-fi anthologies from whenever on my shelf this yeah. this has a place in there i you really know, like in there with the robert blocks or yeah you know all that yeah it's got the time periods good i like i like the setting the characters are you know they they serve their purpose and i love love the uh the mud moss and skeleton dog yeah oh, the, yeah the annihilation style beast is very cool yeah, yes got that vibe it, it may it put me in mind of um, playing any Resident Evil game where a dog appears, oh, yeah. um, but they, I don't think they've done like a mossy plant mud dog. Um, it's it's a gold it's a Golgari uh, mutt. Yeah, it's a for those of you who know Ravnica lore. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a really so- like. Here's the thing: I, I this is what the third fourth episode of Undercooked Analysis that I've been on, mm-hmm. um, and that's the police now coming to arrest me. Yeah, that's again. they're coming for me. Sorry. <laughs> Which means I'll hear it in a minute, probably if they're heading in my direction. No. Um, but uh, this is this is easily the best story that I. I mean, in fairness, other stories we've done have been where I've come on have been uh, kind of. This this was a reviled. I want to say like we've uh, been. To be fair, we are. Uh, to be fair, we're in a new era of UCA now. Like yeah. back then, we were kind of taking. We were sort of punching up. We were taking. Yeah popular internet fiction that we would find and kind of looking at them and saying, why have these earned 
the popularity they have and are they really worthy of it. We've yeah. shifted our focus now, though, and we're yeah. more about ma- help helping writers improve their craft as much as we can yeah. by offering our bad, dumb, terrible advice. So, so this is my this is my first time on this new uncharted territory, and th- uh, this is the best story that I've read that I've oh. been. That's what I'm trying to say is this is the best story that I have uh, read as part of Undercooked Analysis. That's like, saying this was, something. This was this was a really wait. No, I think we did Candle Cove. Candle, I think. I, I can't remember if I was Did on we the do Candle, Candle Cove episode. I can't remember if we were on Candle because Candle Cove is very good. Yes. Um, I can't remember if I was on, if I was on Candle Cove. This is this is the second best. If I wasn't on Candle Cove, this is the <laughs> best. Um, but but that's Candle Cove. Like it's it's. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compare this to a you know to a to a Disney movie because it's not a Disney movie. No, that's Candle Cove. But I'm rambling now. This is what happens when I'm unfiltered. I'll tell this you is, what. I'll tell you what, Ben. Here's, here's a good solid way to kind of cap this off. It's time for everybody to give the story their final yes. freshness ratings, which mm. is for, for those. So, I mean, Ben and I are both kind of familiar with this. So rather than- no explain, idea what the scale is. So yeah. Are rather we, than are explain what it is. Freshness, how are we doing this? Well, I'll, I'll, rather than explain how good, it works, I'll movie, see if you can bad, pick bad up movie, kind of- a movie I kind of liked. <laughs> oh. I'll kind of explain how, <laughs> I'll, I'll let the, the freshness rating speak for itself. So is it like of, a color thing, like the terror alerts? Sorry, sorry. Please continue. I keep interrupting. <laughs> no, My jokes fine. are not helping. <laughs> the stories on this podcast are rated on different styles of pasta. I would rate this one a linguine. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Uh, I will <laughs> give this uh, two. I, I will give this uh, two dead grave robbers out of uh, one undead dog. Hmm. I I will give this. Uh, Four creepy grandfathers out of five uh, severed legs. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not going to do that. I'll, 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 for my scale, I'll say if this were an episode of the 90s Outer Limits, this would be a top five episode of the 90s Outer that's, Limits. That's a good freshness rating right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's very there's, good. There's some real clunkers oh. in that. It would be, it would be, they do a lot of clip shows, but that's not to say the story's not good. This, there are some very, very good episodes mm-hmm. of Elements, and I think this, this would be yeah. whenever people, this would be mm-hmm. that episode where whenever uh, people do like a top five revived Outer Limits episodes going like, the show was crap, but here are the standouts and it would always be in the top, in people's top yeah. five lists. Probably this would be like up there with up. the Catherine O'Hara episode oh, yeah. and like, yeah. Like, you know, this is, this up. is, this would be like, imagine if Netflix did a, uh, a a remake of Are You Afraid of the Dark that skewed oh. a little bit more adult. This would be oh. really good. Like mm. I would, Are You Afraid yes. of the Dark for that like, is, like a, like a twenty five minute um, uh, uh, anthology horror story series story. This would be perfect. This yeah, is like Are You Afraid re- of the Dark? People who grew up with Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so cool. <laughs> that would be very cool. Yeah, get um, like the, the original Midnight Society reunites and they're like, pitch that we've all got one more story left in us. Just, CBS yeah. All Access, Ooh. let's do it. One of them's, um, all, yeah, one of them's like, is... didn't we already do that bullshit with the Silver Sight? I mean, that was the movie, right? And they're just like, just do it. Just, 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 that's just yeah. non-canonical. We, we, we need to make this paycheck now. Uh, <laughs> that was that paycheck. This is this paycheck. It's, no, it's, it's, <laughs> the way we would do it oh, now is, is the Midnight Society would meet on a Zoom call. But I, uh, this is really... That's also... Oh, man. I mean, that's, oh. What, that's what we're doing. It's true. Oh. And then um, one by one, the Zoom windows would go out and they'd be like, oh, no. They're on the call. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, and then it's like unfriended meets. Uh... There's actually a very good episode of the 90s Outer Limits where it's a bunch of different people who are in doomsday bunkers and they can only effectively communicate via Zoom calls and they just get getting picked oh, that's off cool. one by one. I really enjoy that episode. <laughs> Turns out it's very prescient about Zoom calls. Anyway, also, wonderful. all right. Sorry, Sarah, sorry. this no. is really good. It just needs a little polish. The yeah. grammar needs, needs tweaking in places. Um, but this is this is absolutely solid. You have a really good head for imagery and for what the type of story you're telling you're, you're trying to tell. The boulder is almost all the way up the hill. You just got to push it a little bit further. Yeah, you've got all the sandwich ingredients. You just got to put them together. Yeah, beautiful little Dijon. Just 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 a pinch. Just a pinch. Soul of Dijon. Oui. Uh, ben, Michael, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. This was a lot of fun and um, did go on a little longer than I anticipated, but we had fun, right? Fun. I said movie length. I got what I, I, got what I asked for. <laughs> you yeah. sure did. <laughs> At least it's not <laughs> Zack Snyder extended cut movie length. Oh, oh, come on. We're two thirds of the way through Endgame, guys. We can keep going <laughs> yeah, for another, exactly. another 60 minutes. Yeah. The iceberg oh. hasn't even found the Titanic yet. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> like dancing, I think are we naked in a car? I don't want to. I'll tell you what, the Hobbits are still be. celebrating so Bilbo's hot. farewell birthday party. It is as hot as it was in that car. I've seen that car, by the way. Uh, James Cameron has it. Whoa. Funny story. I got to tour Lightstorm like years ago. And he's nice. got all the props from... I, I think David the... is trying very hard to steer us towards... The yeah, sorry. Podcast, so I, yeah, sorry. Not, not, Anywho. Look, look, this podcast doesn't really have an end. It just stops moving. It probably should. We should get off the train. <laughs> What I think you should do, David, is I think you should uh, pick a point strategically and just cut the podcast off mid That's usually what I do. Okay. Although I'm tempted to just say, and then a big rock. Just- <laughs> hey! <laughs> you son of a bitch. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>